Hi, I'm Rachel Salzberg, a mindset and leadership coach and founder of the movement and podcast series, The Riesel Revolution. I believe that every person has the potential to create a story of transformation about their life that's so great, it serves as an inspiration and model to our families, our communities, and our organizations. This podcast series serves as a platform for people to have a voice, and it serves as an inspiration for you to write your story. It's my mission through this podcast series to help people to realize their potential by resoling and connecting with themselves and then resurging with confidence and empowered to share their gifts and purpose with the world. Please join the movement by listening to The Resol Revolution. everyone. I am so happy to be here with a dear friend of mine and someone who I've worked with over the years, Sunita Bindel. She is a senior technical leader at Microsoft and someone I've known over the years and have truly valued her deep curiosity around mindfulness and how to develop a resilient mindset. And I've also just been so in awe inspired about her passion to develop, grow, and coach others. And so today we're going to talk about um, Sunita's uh, ability to develop uh, a resilient mindset, but also how she embarks on her journey and you know what has helped her um, and how she can talk about some tools and um, to help all of you. So, so with that, I'm going to have Sunita introduce herself um, to all of you. Thanks a lot, Rachel, for that uh, wonderful introduction. I really, truly value our friendship. And another tidbit is we do share our birthdays. That's together. right. So it's been a pleasure uh, having worked with you as well. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. A little bit about myself. I was born in Africa. I've kind of lived in 26 countries. And so it's, it's been a fun journey. I've worked in several industries and um, um, all doing technical, technolo- different kinds of technology, all the way from e-commerce to cloud to 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 telecommunications and and now back to like, cloud computing, as well as uh, dealing with the hardware, consumer electronics. Uh, That's the current job that I have at Microsoft. And so what I love about kind of this living in 26 countries, wow. And I remember when we first met, it was like, you know, how did you develop kind of this ability to be flexible and adaptable, not only to live in 26 different countries, but to adapt to a culture and a language? So how did that kind of help you in your journey around mindset and resilience? That's a good question. Reflecting back, I didn't have that much wisdom, but reflecting back for sure, it's been about trusting in this universal flow of energy. Um, I think living out of faith uh, and not fear. I think those are some of the lessons that I'm learning as I've grown into, you know, doing more mindfulness practices. I think it's about trusting in this universal flow and, you know, it's it's going to take you where you need to be. Um, and so if you think about the, you know, this synonymous thing as you're growing up as a child, you're just laughing, you know, you're just playing, you have no worries, you have no anxiety, your mind is not preoccupied at all. So it, it is just that, you know, you're just freely flowing with whatever life is throwing at you. I think that is something that if we 
practiced diligently can lead to us having a calmer mind, which then leads us to have, uh, you know, better insights, you know, and believing our, in ourselves more um, and building confidence through that process. I, I love that description in terms of um, being flexible and trusting kind of the universal energy and flow. And, and it's something that I really try and aspire to be as well, but it wasn't always like that. And I know when we first started working together, you know, can you describe how you got there and what in terms of whether a life event or a situation that kind of made you curious and embark upon this journey of identifying and trusting kind of the, the flow of energy in the universe? And, and to be resilient? Uh, definitely. A couple of years ago, I lost my mom. I had lost my dad um, a, a few years before 2013, and I lost my mom in 2013. So I think that kind of triggered curiosity about life and the purpose of life. And so I went on this journey. I was really heartbroken because when you lose both your parents, it almost feels like, you know, the foundation of your house is gone. Mm. And um, so I think that was a deep setback because I really loved my mom. And so I really, really missed her. And so I went into this depression. And so I was trying to overcome that and thinking, oh, what am I running on a treadmill for? If I have to leave everything behind one day, what do I exist for? Who am I? And hence, I think, Rachel, our paths crossed there. And I'm so thankful that you kicked me off on this journey. <laughs> by examining my belief system, what's holding me back, what's making me negative. You made me examine my value system. And, you know, you made me go through those exercises to discover myself. And then, of course, you know, a couple of years ago, we were on a retreat together and just doing that self-reflection, the self-care um, that was part of the kickoff of my journey. And then since then, I have done a lot of other uh, deeper things like, you know, going and doing an inner engineering program, doing yoga practices. And then um, I can mention three or four books that have really been life changing for me. Um, so Michael Singer's two books, The Untethered Soul. Mm -hmm. um, uh, has been very, very helpful for me in that respect. Uh, and then the Surrender Experiment. Um, and then The Invisible Power. Those are the three books I would really say. And then recently, I'm getting into this daily stoicism. I don't know if you've, um, you know, yep. so Ryan Holiday's uh, books, all the three of them. Uh, you know, stillness is the key. I think I got hooked onto that one. And then I'm trying to read his others. Ego is the enemy, obstacle is the way. So I think deeper reflection along with coaches like you in my life have really, really helped me see. And if I were to give like, you know, the three things that really, really helped me build this resilience is um, Believing in yourself, believing in yourself, which will result in better confidence, right, um, in yourself. And then calmer mind. I think a calmer mind helps you to connect better with the insights. We mm -hmm. often forget to connect with those universal insights that come through you and we try to go against them, you know. So somebody gave me the analogy, like you're swimming in a river. So river will keep flowing in one direction. 
you can try to go against the flow and drown yourself if you you know swim upstream or you can swim downstream and get to a destination the analogy is like there are things under your control and there are things not under your control so realizing that universal flow is with you it's just work in progress i'm not going to say i'm fully there and i've achieved it but constant reminder and then something else i think rachel that you really instilled in me was the affirmations mm. so waking up in the morning even if it takes 30 seconds to just smile you know if you think about the world around us right now in covid and you being alive and waking up alive yeah. we take that for granted and then going to bed and you know doing a gratitude journal i think that's the other thing you introduced me to mm. So I think some of those smaller practices along with you know yoga meditation the inner engineering you know curriculum as well as these books have been instrumental in my life and definitely not to forget coaches like you who've been part of my journey for the last 70 years so I'm really really grateful and and I think if I reflect back it's all about what's meant to be is meant to be like re- reaffirming that we are all beautiful souls we are all part of this one cosmic energy has been very powerful revelation you know mm. as we empower other human beings because as leaders we have responsibilities for that too i love it and and that is really kind of the foundation of the resoul revolution right it's it's the resoul and resurge and what you described is how did you resoul yourself and then resurge and then our responsibilities as human beings bringing consciousness into the world is it, it it takes one by one and then you um impart your tools and and your insights and your wisdom to be able to help people also grow and learn and bringing consciousness into the world and humanity back into business and what i really appreciate you talking about because i've just witnessed you in terms of your journey and and the um deep level of curiosity and the and the perseverance um that you've taken to create these disciplines and practices for yourself and as you said kind of the it's almost kind of these three pillars of being aware of your deep seated belief systems that no longer serve you and then to create new ones through affirmations and being very disciplined to kind of reprogram the brain but then the second part is kind of being aware of how you want to live this life what is your bigger purpose and what are your core values versus kind of running the treadmill and then develop developing that confidence and trust in yourself to take inspired action and then through that you know that self care that's you know whether it's um quieting the mind through stillness through yoga to reading to you know you know all of these things in combination in bits and pieces are bit kind of what i call micro goals and it's been amazing to witness your journey to really embrace it um and that that is inspiring to me. Oh right, that's a good reminder. The gratitude journal in the evening and the affirmations during the day to who am I, you know, in the bigger picture of this life. So it's it's been really cool to witness you embrace this journey and to be very disciplined in practice and I can completely feel and sense the difference in you as a leader and the the sense of calm and confidence that you exude as a leader. So tell me how how you as you know in terms of whether it's been covid and you know the the times of intense uncertainty how you've kind of embraced that not only for yourself but you know who the people you lead 
Yes, certainly. Last year has been um, a year of growth, I would say, but year of trials and tribulations, let's put it that way. So in terms of trials, I was given a new team. Uh, there were a few underperformers. And so just to transform the whole team with all the stuff going around the world and working remotely and, you know, having to let go people even remotely or, you know, not being able to meet people in person. It has been, it was challenging, but through, I'm glad that, you know, some of these practices were in flight that I could maintain resiliency through this because, there were a lot of, um, you know, things happening around at work. If it was not for the resiliency and if it was not for a strong belief system, meaning the truth will unfold. Danita, mm-hmm. stay calm. The truth will unfold. So going through all the stuff uh, back home with family members who were, you know, going through sufferings as well as your work environment, it was definitely full of trials, but... So it's just through these practices that I think I managed to sustain it um, and, you know, and and do my best um, at work. So I would wake up every day, do these positive thoughts and then say, Sunita, whatever I can do is I can only do the best today. So Mm -hmm. the other thing I keep telling myself is not to think of the past, not to think so much about the future. So the question I guess asked is also, do we need to set up goals then or should we just not set goals. Yes, setting goals is important. Just like when you, you know, jump into the river, you kind of have a mind where you're going to swim to, which shore you're going to catch. But if sudden things happen and, you know, so you will have to change course. So that, so that's the only lesson I keep telling myself not to resist the universal flow. If you have a goal and you see different resistances in achieving that goal, let it go. Let it go for some time when the time is right or when you have a fresher mind or when you have a calmer mind, you will come up with some insights, which hopefully we can tune in and listen. I think the hardest part for me has been tuning in to listen, because if you're up in your mind with the frenzy of thoughts, then I think, Rachel, you're the one who probably told me this, you know, <laughs> like you feel your thoughts and then, you know, you, you know, the actions are emanating from those feelings. It's like how, you know, a radio is playing by your side. But if your mind is busy, you don't even know what song is playing on your radio. Right. So it's the same thing I feel that I keep reminding myself that, hey, if the time is not right or if I'm really struggling with something, take a break, let it go. Let it go um, and then um, just come back to it with a calmer mind or a refreshed mind or um, because at that, and then sometimes you look at the problems and then I look at it, it's not the end of life. Mm-hmm. Putting those things in perspectives have really helped me build resiliency and go through some of these difficult situations that I had to go through last year. It's an amazing description and you actually bring, um, it's, you know, we're talking about books here and you have such amazing book suggestions. And um, there's a book that I've recently listened to now, probably for the third time called literally that letting go. And, you know, it's really, it talks about exactly what you're talking about that in terms of stepping away from the problem 
And rather than kind of getting spun up in, and caught into the story of the problem, being able to um, quiet your mind and or stepping away from it, and then insights and clarity will come. So it's detaching from the outcome. And as you said, I really appreciate kind of this idea of flow. Again, the metaphor of the stream, where it doesn't mean just, quote, go with the flow. So you're, you don't really have kind of a goal or intention, but it's being adaptable and flexible and being open to another perspective, another way of doing something. And, but, but to slow down and quiet the mind to be able to notice and see the opportunities that may show up and the insights and quieting the mind, the insights and the wisdom that you may get through quieting the mind. And so it's a wonderful way. And I actually recently wrote an article uh, this week on something like that in terms of being able to slow down, observe, listen. And it's kind of this notion of speed. The notion of speed is not really how fast you or slow you go, but it's how you observe, listen, and adapt to it. And then you can make decisions on whether you need to speed up um, and execute or whether you need to slow down and step away from the problem to be able to get clarity to move forward. And so I really appreciate you as a leader talking about the giving yourself permission and the need to slow down. Um, and so, and, and by letting go of the belief systems and, and being aware of feelings that you're describing, your thoughts are feelings so that you can shift your mindset to get into a positive mindset, to be able to see things in a different, uh, through a different lens. Thank you. Yeah, Rachel, you kicked me off on a journey. <laughs> Well, Sunita, you have been such a wonderful um, friend, um, colleague, um, person to witness and observe as a leader to really flourish. And um, it's it's been fun to kind of be in your presence and share stories and insights and books. And um, so it, you, you're an inspiration for me to be able to see that growth um, and that deep curiosity and that discipline that you created for yourself. And then that you exude that for others and, and your team. And it, it's really cool to see um, your ability to have kind of stay grounded and centered with resilience to keep moving forward. Yes, I really appreciate you, Rachel, because I think in, in difficult times, you've always been there and, you know, bouncing off ideas have always helped me just, just talk it out or bounce ideas. So I really, really appreciate uh, the inspiration you've been to me as well. Oh, well, thank you. And, and I think the other thing that we're talking about here is just this ability to ask for support, right? We're not, we're in this together, right? And, and so um, when even just sharing insights and your own story helps people to feel that they're not alone, right? And that's what the Resoul Revolution is about. It's a platform and a voice for people not only to listen, but to learn and to also feel that they're not alone um, as human beings, especially in this kind of world where we are in one sense, so isolated, working remotely, um, and we're not in the, kind of this day-to-day -day situation. And, and But to kind of carry it forward, right? And, and a wonderful thing is that um, the tools that you had developed. And just to add to that, like you said, I think having your own support board of directors, like some folks who you can trust and call them and, you know, lean on them, um, don't feel bad about it. You know, right. like, I, like you mentioned, I think it's, it's very important um, because sometimes it's just talking through an insight can pop up, right? Or somebody knows someone, you know, they can share a name or something like that. 
So it's always good to talk through, maybe somebody has already gone through that experience and can share further about how it will, you know, unfold. Talking with mentors, talking with supporters has always been my survival, <laughs> one of my survival tactics, I would say. That, that is it's so true. I, I always believe that personal is universal and some things that are challenging, we tend to isolate ourselves and feel like, oh, we're, we're the only ones feeling like this, or we feel alone and, or I don't want to burden someone, you know? And so developing that confidence to say, Hey, this is how I'm feeling, or Hey, do you mind talking? And as you said, just talking through something and bouncing ideas off and just having someone listen, right. As an objective perspective. So we can be that for each each other and, you know, our teams, the people we lead, our friends. Um, and so I think that you bring up a really good point is, is um, putting yourself out there and, and letting go of the belief system that will be a burden or someone will be a burden or someone doesn't care or someone doesn't want to hear me, or I'm the only one who thinks this, like that's the negative talk that we can let go of. Um, and to kind of, because people want to help each other. Right. And, and human beings generally are very kind and good and can lead with empathy and compassion. But we have to be humble at first. Right. Right. And as leaders and managers, the other criteria is that people look up to you. So you have to show up, even though there is so much stuff happening, you have to just still show up with a positive energy. If you don't have a calm mind, then it shows up. Right. Right. So, so being centered, being grounded, being resilient always helps you to at least, you know, put up a positive face in certain circumstances that way, you know, not everybody's getting impacted at the same time. You know, bring, that you bring up a really good point. It, it's our own responsibility to be grounded and centered, even if we're, we feel like on the outside, we're, we're kind of visibly grounded and centered. If we're not on the inside, it actually shows up and then impacts everybody we work with and engage with. And so it's each of our responsibilities to, to, to be grounded and centered. And, and I think to add to that, it's important as a leader to feel like, well, I don't, I, I don't have it together all the time. So today I'm exhausted or today I'm having this hard day. Right. And so that also gives people to permission mm-hmm. not to feel on all the time. That's true too. Like, you know, if you can be, you know, vulnerable and tell people that, then sometimes it works. But if you do that more often, it may not work. Yeah, that, that's great. And it's a wonderful leadership at, attribute that you exude and you're always authentic and you're always humble and um, kind. And, and that's someone who, you know, you've always kind of shared the, just the, the deep curiosity for people. So Thank you so much for sharing your journey from the beginning of, you know, living in 26 different countries to this, you know, kind of shaped you and then kind of moving into your journey of curiosity about mindset and developing resilience and the tools that you kind of pulled from your toolbox and then sharing those. And um, it's been really amazing to watch you um, grow and blossom as a human being, um, to be just grounded and centered and confident in yourself. So it, it's, it's, that is an inspiring and, um, and I would say one of the best and amazing attributes of a leader to be deeply curious about consciousness and awareness. So thank you very much for sharing this on the Resol Revolution podcast series. It was amazing to, to kind of chat with you and hear your story again in that way. Thank you so much, Rachel, for giving me the platform as well as thank you for being with me in my life journey. So thank you.
Thank you so much. And, and you're right. We'll, we'll share our birthdays together next week. So, all right. Thank you. Thank you, Sunita. Thank you so much, Rachel. Please reach out to me if you have a story to share. We'd love to hear from you and how you created change in yourself and developed resilience, purpose, and confidence. You can inspire others to resole, resurge, to shine, and thrive. You can reach out to me at rachel at facetscoaching.com or go to theresolrevolution.com. You can also subscribe to The Resol Revolution on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube to hear more interviews with real people and real stories of resurgence. By listening, you're contributing to the movement, The Resol Revolution.